Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's a pleasure to have you with me for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. And we've got some great storytelling for you today. We want to remind you that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday episode drop. Thursday, of course, is a full hour-long episode, an hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, tune in for a great story from the wonderful North Carolina storyteller Donna Washington. She'll tell a story called Bus Chanello, filled with silliness for you and your family. And you'll also hear a scene from the classic Lewis Carroll novel, Through the Looking Glass, one of the Alice books that uh, presented by a Reader's Theater, a couple of terrific actors in front of our live studio audience. And you won't want to miss that. That's this Thursday's full hour-long episode of The Appleseed. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by our senior producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, great to have you with me. Hey, it's great to be here. And right now we're going to hear an Alton Chung story, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So Alton Chung, um, he's famous for performing stories from Hawaii or from uh, Japan, Korea, China. Yeah. Um, and we've got one today called The Grateful Statues. The Grateful Statues. That's a tantalizing title. Yes, it, um, it comes from Japan. So, <laughs> Here's Alton Chung on today's Appleseed Bite. Mukashi, mukashi, aru tokoro ni. In Japan, a long, long time ago, on the side of a mountain, there lived an elderly couple. There was the old man, Ji-chan, grandfather, and his wife, the old woman, Oba-chan, grandmother. This couple was very poor. They would take straw and weave it into hats, and then the old man, Ji-chan, would take the hats down the mountain to the village in the valley below and sell them to buy the things that they needed. Oh, it was a hard life. One day, the old man's bones began to ache. As the pain grew, he looked back upon his poor life and grew sour. He felt sorry for himself and began to complain bitterly. Uh, In two days, it will be New Year's. I wish that we had some some mochi, some rice cakes, uh, that we might be able to welcome the new year properly, said Ji-chan, rubbing his bald head, as he did when he didn't know what to do. Oh, husband, why don't you take these five hats down into the village and sell them? Oh, Then you can buy mochi and we can have it for New Year's. That's what the old man did. He put the five hats onto his pack and began the long hike down the mountainside to the village below. On the way down the mountain, there was a shrine by the side of the trail with six statues. Four were dedicated to Jizu, the protector of children. There was also a statue dedicated to the god of the river, but the largest statue was dedicated to the god of the mountain. The old man would always stop at the shrine on his way to and from the village. He would burn incense, say prayers, and leave little offerings to the gods. As was his custom, the old man stopped at the shrine and said, 
Ah, my friends, uh, it is good to see you. It has been a while since my last visit. Oh, it has been a hard winter, and I am no longer young. My bones ache. Still, tomorrow will be New Year's Day, and I would be most grateful if you were to confer your blessings upon my wife and myself. Ah. And the old man went down the mountain to the village. But when he got there, everyone was rushing about trying to get their marketing done and to head home. For you see, a storm was coming. It had turned cold, and soon it began to snow. By the end of the day, he had not sold any of his hats, and it had begun to snow very hard. The old man packed up his hats, and then made his way back up the mountain without any mochi for New Year's. And when the old man reached the shrine on his way back up the mountain, he stopped and said, Ah, uh, uh, my friends, uh, uh, this will not do. And he began to dust the snow off the heads and shoulders of the statues. And then he got an idea. He took off his pack and pulled off the straw hats and began tying them onto the heads of the statues. He tied hats onto the four little statues of Jesus, the protector of children. He tied another onto the head of the statue of the god of the river. When he came to the statue of the god of the mountain, he realized that he had run out of hats. Oh, my goodness, uh, I have no hat for you. I am sorry. The old man did not know what to do. Should he take the hat from one of the other statues? Could he make another hat for the god of the mountain? He took off his own hat and began to rub his bald head. Then he looked at his own hat. Oh, I know. He then tied his own hat onto the head of the statue of the god of the mountain. There you are, my friends. Happy New Year. And the old man hurried on home. And when the old man got home, he was nearly frozen. Oh, you silly old man. What happened to your hat? Come inside and warm yourself by the fire, chided his wife. The old man then told her all that he had done. And when she heard the story, his wife said, Ah, oh, that is a good thing, a very good thing. Oh, we have no mochi to celebrate New Year's, but uh, we will be all right. And after dinner, the old couple went to bed. But in the middle of the night, they were awakened by someone knocking at their door. Who could it be this time of night? Well, they, care they lit a, a lantern and they carefully opened the shoji screen door, the rice paper screen door. <gasps> and there, standing at their front door, were six stone statues, all wearing straw hats. And then the largest one, the one of the god of the mountain, spoke. Good evening. Thank you for your compassion. In repayment for your kindness, we have brought gifts. And the four little statues of Jesus, the protector of children, each came forth and gave a mochi, a little rice cake, to the old couple. Mochi, that you may never know hunger. And then the statue of the god of the river stepped up and gave the couple a bottle of sake, rice wine. Sake! that you may always remember the sweetness of life. 
Then the statues of the god of the mountain stepped forward and gave them a little bundle of dried leaves. And finally, my gift to you. Fine mountain tea that you may always have good health and long life. Happy New Year! And the six stone statues then turned and disappeared into the darkness. Well, the old couple was amazed. They could not believe it, what had just happened. They set the mochi and the sake aside to enjoy the next morning on New Year's Day. But as it was cold, they decided to boil water for tea. It was the most marvelous, delicious tea they had ever tasted. And at last, they went back to sleep. The next morning, New Year's Day, the man yawned and stretched and looked over to the woman laying next to him. But what was this? This woman was not his wife, but rather the most beautiful young woman he had ever seen. Oh, who are you? And the woman yawned and stretched and turned to look at the man sitting up, staring at her. Oh, what was this? This man was not her husband, but rather the most handsome young man she had ever seen. Oh, who are you? And that is when they realized the true gift of the statue of the god of the mountain. It had given back to them their youth. And the couple rose and enjoyed the mochi and the sake, and they vowed they, they would never forget to enjoy the sweetness of life. Alton Chung with a story called The Grateful Statues. I've been listening to it not only with you, but also with our producer, Dr. Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah. And, you know, listening to this story was fun for me. Um, my family actually was planning on taking a trip to Japan <laughs> last year. We got this amazing deal on airfare, and we thought, surely by the time, you know, eight months from now, uh, yeah. the COVID situation will be better and we'll be able to take the trip. And we weren't able to, unfortunately, yeah. but did a lot of study about the culture of Japan at the time and yeah. and finding out about like these these statues that are all over the country yeah. um, that are treated with great reverence and um, seeing some pictures of some and, and seeing sometimes being placed with uh, people placing red hats onto them or red huh. bibs yeah. or something onto them as right. a sign of respect and, yeah. and protection and... Um, and so I thought that that was cool to hear a story to where those elements pop up. Yeah. But you know the other thing that came to mind is um, I'm something of a gamer and <laughs> and a game that I poured a lot of hours into is uh, the the Zelda game Breath of the Wild. Sure. And as you travel through this beautifully rendered, lush, enormous world, you often come across. Uh, statues like this and yeah. if you offer them make an offering to them like you you put some fruit in front of them or something you'll often be rewarded with like <laughs> these korok seeds that like help power up your character so, <laughs> so i have the cultured answer and then i have the <laughs> and then yeah. i have the video pop culture we, answer right, as well yeah. right and you know we always say that we we hope that the stories that we bring you here on the show spark memories and thoughts for you that you can share with the people that you love and i 
I guess sometimes the memories and thoughts that come to us are memories and thoughts of adventures we've experienced in a, in a cyber world. It's exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a pleasure to hear this story from Alton Chung and a pleasure to have Brian with us. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, thank you. And of course, be sure to join us on Thursday for a terrific episode of The Appleseed, a full hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family. You'll hear the wonderful storyteller Donna Washington tell a story called Bus Janello for our live studio audience. And, uh, of course, it'll be a pleasure to hear that story. And also a Reader's Theater presentation, a couple of terrific actors presenting a scene from the Lewis Carroll classic Through the Looking Glass, one of the Alice books. And uh, you won't want to miss that either. That's on Thursday's episode of the show. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.